This is a podcast that focuses on to the life of a hub partner and the agency world in the HubSpot community. We're talking about HubSpot agency life. We sit down and talk about the life of a hub partner with agency owners all over the world. This is a global, this is a show. global show. Retainers, customers, inbound marketing. If you're interested in HubSpot and want to do better marketing, then this is for you. How do you get your agency shit together? The show is hosted by Yanni Alden. This is a great show from agencies to an agency's owner of a Finnish HubSpot. But platinum partner agency called Sales Communications. Okay, hey fellows. Welcome to the Life of a Hub Partner podcast. This is a podcast basically which is uh, from a Hubport partner, Sales Communications, to another Hubport, Hubspot partners all around the world. My name is Jani Altonen, and uh, well, Google it if you don't know who. Me- who I am. But anyway, this is my third episode of this podcast, and I have a really, really pleasure to uh, introduce guy called Josh Harkus. You are a best-selling author in the sales uh, management category in, in Amazon from a book called A Closing Culture. And the subtitle is Your Marketing and Sales Process is Broken. Here's how to fix it. And you are also a co-founder of a San Francisco-based HubSpot agency called Huify, huify.com. Welcome, Josh, to my show. Thank, thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah, super happy that you came. And this is made by Twitter. So, so this we we got hooked up, up on on Twitter, and of course we were in the in the partner yeah. day in Dublin with HubSpot, but <laughs> uh, Twitter was all that 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 uh, made this, you know, everything started. And you are all, also at Pandadoc.com, a sales enablement evangelist. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of titles, man. <laughs> I know <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah, <laughs> so. To give it to give it a quick overview, basically, I, I started Huify with my my co-founder Sarah Rose. We started in back in 2012, and then after running Huify for four years, it there was an opportunity for our team to rise up. the The big picture plan was always for our team to rise up and take over the agency, and they. Um, they basically, my team rose up, we stepped out of day to day, and then one of our clients at the time, PandaDoc, contacted us and said, hey, come work with us and uh, run, you know, run sales enablement, and uh, they wanted Sarah Rose to run channel, and so she's actually running the partner program, and I'm running the sales enablement initiative, so it has been a whirlwind, the last four months have been insane, and it's been really fun. And today came out the news that HubSpot has invested in Pandadoc, like really super a lot of money. <laughs> yes, yes. We just closed our 15 million Series B, where we raised 15 million dollars. HubSpot invested, which was huge, awesome partnership. There's so much coming with HubSpot. I am so excited to talk about that. Uh, Microsoft invested as well. And then Rembrandt Ventures um, was the last investor on the Series B. So very exciting news. So that's 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 kind of a super cool. We'll get back to the Panadoc and HubSpot integration uh, near future. But but you're a platinum tier partner. Uh, am I correct? That is correct. Yes. 
Okay. And you said that you, you've been around for four four years at, at the moment. Or five years or yes. what was that? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be five years next month. So it has been a it has been a fun journey to be in the partner program for for a long time and watching it kind of become what it what it has today. Okay, so tell me about your agency. Uh, what what do you actually do? What is your main focus? Who do you target? Who do you sell to? What are you selling to? Of course, you're selling HubSpot inbound marketing and all that, but but uh, sure. what that means in in your standards. Yeah, absolutely. So we. We do, so the, the headquarters is based out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and I'm, I'm based out of San Francisco. And the, basically the agency is a, is a, works with, with global clients and is global. So, so we have uh, partner agencies that we work with out of, out of India. Uh, we have other firms out of South Africa. We have, um, that we've partnered with and then it kind of all over the world. So our, our firm really at the end of the day, they are, they are tacticians in growing revenue. And the two ways they do that is, is with inbound marketing and with inbound sales. And so, you know, companies come to our agency and say, you know, this is the goals that we have this year to do in revenue. Please help us get there. And our team will basically build plans and say, okay, here's here's everything that we're going to do. Let's drive forward. So, they've been called the outsourced C, uh, CMO. They've been called the sales enablement team. Um, there's many different names, but basically, or many different titles that people will throw at, at the at the Huify team. But at the end of the day, they're they're an extension of the growth side of the business um, under marketing and sales. Okay, very cool. Uh, how many people is working? So good question. So good question. So our model has always been to be extremely profitable. And so part of that, you know, as, as probably, you know, well, and, and more than most is, you know, when you have a team that's, that's fixed overhead. And so we have, we actually have seven full-time, uh, full-time team members that are kind of the, they're like the leadership team. And then we have an outsourced contract army for lack of better words of probably about anywhere from 30 to 50 monthly uh, active contractors depending on what projects or what clients are being worked on at that time okay so how do you find that that's one interesting question that came on to my mind mind is that how do you find uh that on a management perspective that how do you manage this kind of a huge army of 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 uh, subcontractors and the freelancers and 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 those. Yeah, is there any problem? What is problem? What is, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's always so it always it always comes down to communication. That is the that is the number one. Um, setting the right expectations, communicating deadlines very thoroughly, and then holding holding people accountable. Um, which, ironically enough, is very similar with uh, full time employees that are that are not outsourced or contracted as well, but. Really, that's the number one, and then and then having really really good project managers. So we we have a few. I would argue anyone inside Huify can do a decent job of project management, but there's a few team members we have that are just outstanding at managing the projects and managing the different things we have going on. And so, at the end of the day, you know that's really where things are um, do really really well. The other major piece is is documentation. 
documenting everything. I know a lot of us, I think, Yanni, are you, are you on EOS? Do you guys do traction in, in the EOS model? Uh, no, we don't. I, I'm, I'm familiar with the traction and, and the US model, but we do not do that in, 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 in Finland and in Europe. Not that I sure. know. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, no worries. So, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's, there's, there's many principles that are basically the same, but it, it gets, it's uh, a lot of founders will, will look at the EOS model and it stands for entrepreneurial operating system. Yeah. And basically they'll say, you know, oh yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. I don't really need to, you know, I, I can do it this way. And it's true, like most founders understand it, but passing it on to the rest of the teams, it's kind of a, a nice package model. So basically, long story short, documenting everything and then iterating on those documents when you make changes or when you make the process better. That's really how our team has been able to be so self-efficient and, and independent of management even because they they know exactly what to do at all times and it drives outstanding results for our clients yeah yeah i'm really familiar with the book the tracks and get a grip on your business by gina wickman actually i've read it a couple of times and uh, you know the book i have you have read it yeah it's really have, cool. yeah yeah yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's 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 a very good book and actually as an entrepreneur everything is uh, a mess <laughs> everything is a mess you know, you know, and, and i think that that books you know give something to uh to think about like a process wide and how do you scale up your business yeah. and, and 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 so on so we have been working on the processes for the last uh actually last year because year 2016 on a partner day in dublin our uh cam and cc gave us really hard time after that after the after we were like all, all like uh, slightly, slightly hangover you know and went there and die and you know we, thank you for the partner in 2016 and then basically they said to us that Yanni what the fuck are you doing yes. <laughs> so you know no, you're messing up your business I was like why we are you you, you know we're we just you know got our diamond we got our, uh, we actually were platinum then we're we platinum we are, we are going to be diamond partners and everything is super cool and they say no you will lose your profitability. <laughs> you will lose your growth. Yes. And what, what, what is yes. happening? You are ending up in a in a bad business position without um, you know doing your processes. So I came back to Finland and started to think about them. Then we actually started to do the processes, and now we have been doing that for a year. And I have to say that that's the best thing ever. Uh, because oh, everybody knows so what awesome. they do, you know. We, yeah. we have we can we can you know scale up the pricing also and uh, and, and and so on. So th so that's kind of a, a super good thing. By the way, your pricing model, uh, obviously, you're you're uh, selling retainers. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we yeah. do. We only do. Um, so kind of a little bit more. Uh, I should have mentioned before, but we we, we yeah. only work with SaaS companies. And so uh, we only work with, with software, uh, high tech. Um, there's a few exceptions in there. Every now and then there'll be a really good fit company that's not necessarily in SaaS, but um, in a lot of other ways, they're, they're a good fit. And so we'll work with them. But, but typically, we only work with SaaS. Um, and so all, all of the model, the, the whole model is, is built on, on hitting 12-month goals. And so uh, because of that, you know, we, we basically will have a plan that'll be structured across 12 months and then um, there'll be retainers that are that are paid on a monthly basis uh, 
that'll help you know reach those goals. And so it's kind of like it's like applying a budget or applying uh, applying an investment to a plan and doing that at the beginning of every month. Yeah, why did you go for for the SaaS companies? What was the aha moment on that? Uh, so one, our team is very young. So so we have the average age is twenty five. Um, so it's a very very young team, and there's there's some industries that no matter how much data and how much how many case studies and how many results you bring to the table, they're still going to look and say, you know what, you don't know because you don't know this industry, you know, and you don't understand. And we found that 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 was a lot less frequent inside the in, with SaaS companies because so much was constantly changing in their world that they also understood that people who who really do make it their expertise, even if they are young, that's okay because so many of these things haven't existed for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, you know, be, because so much has changed in the internet. So uh, SaaS companies were really easy to work with. Plus, we just love technology. And so that that's always been fun as we understand how software works. We understand how, um, you know, a lot of these things can be done. And so it helps kind of speed things up. With that said, you know, there's other industries that we've heavily, heavily looked at. Um, plus SaaS in general, it's kind of like an ATM. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you know, because you're not offering a physical product and once you land a customer, if you can keep them for years on end, you know, it, it basically it's like printing money, you know, at the end of the day, um, because you don't have to constantly be manufacturing what they're buying. You just need to make sure you're updating things and, 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 uh, making good, uh, investments with your time and development. So I would say that's that's probably the the main reason. Um, but yeah, how about you? What, what did you guys decide on? on? Have you guys gone the vertical route or what have, what have been your thoughts on that? That's a very good question. Uh, we are on B2B services. B2B services, that's kind of, but we have one bank and, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of IT companies, of course, we are, we are also in manufacturing and we're in, uh, sure. in plastics and, and diff- different kinds oh, of things. Oh, awesome. uh, it's, a, it's a different kind of, of um, environment of companies here in Finland compared to the U.S. and uh, different yes. kind of market situations also. So, so uh, we have uh, 5 million people in Finland, which is... Uh, you know, I don't know, half size of New York or Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's the scale. So imagine this. Uh, out of 18 diamond partners, Finland has two. And wow. I think that, yeah, and and, and, and we're the one <laughs> one of them. And and actually, imagine that. We are the partner of the year 2016, and there's another partner of the year of of of, of uh, a customer satisfaction based in Finland. It's called advancedb2b.com and and they are super good guys. And 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 uh, partner day now at Dublin, Hallig, Brian Halligan was asking me a question. Kenny, what is happening in Finland? <laughs> it's a crazy market. <laughs> and uh, and what we have seen, there is there must be you know eight partners or 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 nine partners in this market. So we have been really, really tech savvy on 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 on, on taking taking the uh, marketing automation and inbound marketing. And HubSpot has has been a I, I think clearly market leader on that. But 
it's it it gets competitive, really, really competitive, and the market is kind of small, so people are you know going international to get the broader picture and a bigger market, and uh, we don't have that big internal market, so that's that's kind of uh, if you want to you know grow, probably we, we need to go outside. But what sure. is your what is your opinion opinion on the market that that UEFI.com is 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 uh, Located. What's the market situation between HubSpot partners? Is there any other softwares, Marketo, um, Adobe, yeah. whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually been fairly aggressive um, in, in, in the U.S. I would say, especially, and that's that's something that that was probably the biggest thing that I learned when you know after you and I had met in Dublin as a as I was going in and and um, understanding more and more about basically the EU markets and the difference and kind of where those agencies were is there's just not as many, you know, you, it seems like your customers or your, your the, the people that you're working with, they're not coming to the table with 15 other tools and saying, Hey, well, why don't we use this one? Why don't you use this one? Or, or, or Hey, we're already talking to these five tools, you know, and, and it's a much yeah. harder conversation because the way we sell is always, Hey, do you want to get there? And they say yes, and then they say, "Well, what tools are we going to use?" And we say, "Well, you, you shouldn't care." <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. like it's kind of like when you're hiring someone to finish finish uh, an extension on a house or to build you a house or something like that. They, um, you know, they you typically don't tell them what brand of tools they should use while they're building you the house. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. You just yeah. say you just say I want you to build the house and I'll pay you this much to build the house and you know I'll pay you for some of the some of the hardware and you know the content or the the layout and the structure or whatever. But typically I won't tell you to use a DeWalt or Stanley which are, the, are some of the major tool brands in the US for for power tools. Um mm -hmm. You know, typically I'll just say, "Hey, just do the work." So that's kind of the model we use. So I would say, in the U.S. very competitive. Um, I've lost two deals, each of which were four hundred thousand dollar software deals alone, both of mm -hmm. them, and I lost them both um, in the sales. It, it, there's a whole discussion there we could go on. I, I know you mm -hmm. said this is a this is a say it as the is podcast, so I'll be very yeah. frank. Uh, HubSpot actually lost both those deals, um, which was very unfortunate. But um, that's something that you know, as a partner, you learn and you figure out. You know how can how can we work better with HubSpot? And and thankfully, there was some good discussions after both those deals were lost with HubSpot about you know what does it look like to sell into enterprise or what does it look like to sell you know, some of these bigger deals that, that HubSpot typically does not enter. Yeah, yeah. And the HubSpot. and the US side. Yeah, yeah. HubSpot is based based in, in, in mid market, I think. That's 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 their category. You know, not for the smaller super small companies, micro companies, and you know, the enterprise level also, but but the mid market I think it's at least in Europe. So uh, so how do you find this when you are talking with the customers? And of course, you, you want to grow their business, you want to help them grow and all that. But do they put you in a box with a software and saying that, hey, uh, I don't want to grow with you because you are selling HubSpot or I want to grow with you because you are selling HubSpot. And if they're taking another tool, are you out from the retainer or how is that working? Um, okay, so if they say, so let me just repeat the question back so I can understand. So, you're, so the question was, if someone wants to 
to come to the table with a different solution and grow in a different way. And they say, hey, we want to use, let's say, Marketo or something like that yeah. um, to do everything. How do we handle that? Yeah, yeah. Are you are you out of that are, on the customer's mind? Are you out of that uh, uh, talks and negotiations because you're a HubSpot partner? Do they see you as a, as, as the same? Sure. So yeah. so typically, it's a great question. So 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 in the sales process, um, our sales team does does an outstanding job establishing ourselves as as needed consultants. <laughs> and yeah. what I mean by that is we typically are able to uncover a few things very quickly that helps the client say, oh my gosh, I need you. Please, please, please work with us. This is, I never knew it or thought about it that way or never looked at it that way or I didn't have those metrics or whatever it is. And so that's that's typically where it will stand. Then the discussion usually comes up about technology. So I actually had uh, one of the another another very very big lead that that came in um, the CEO fell in love with the way we sell they, he fell in love with our process and everything that we were going to do but he was completely sold on Marketo and so this is this is a third this is a completely different one than the one I mentioned mentioned before and so we basically told him look you know our getting back to our documented processes everything we've done has been documented around HubSpot. And so for us to do the exact same amount of work, because we can do the same things in both platforms, but Marketo is so much harder to use. It is an ugly platform that is very difficult. Um, it is not intuitive and it's going to take us a lot more time. And since you're paying for our valuable time and our expertise, we're going to charge you a premium. If we were to go down this road, we would charge you such a high premium that it would be stupid to do it in, in that solution because not only are you going to pay more money for that solution just for the technology alone than you would with HubSpot, but also you're going to pay an additional charge on top of that for us to adapt and basically re-document and relearn some of these things and stay up to date with that solution and not just HubSpot. And so because of that, a lot of times it just didn't make sense to go forward um, more on our own side. And, and that's just because of the way we do business. And, you know, we know we know the HubSpot solution forwards and backwards and never want to get ourselves into a situation where we're working with tools that we don't fully understand because then you wind up making things up on the fly and people get frustrated and expectations aren't met. So that's kind of how we've handled it is we've just said we won't work with you basically um, or you can pay us a, a very high uh, fee on top of it for us to relearn relearn that solution or adapt everything to that solution. Yeah, one of the, one of the um, reasons that we came on board four years ago with, with HubSpot was the, the easy to use, quite good value for money, not big hassle okay. if you compare it to Marketo or, or Oracle or or those you need an army of people to run, and the question is that that, that what is the ROI of doing that? And 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 put yeah. put everything to content, put everything to pleasing people, put everything to attention, conversion, and, and leads, and all that. And you know the middle management, uh, you don't need those people that much, and that's a good thing. Uh, with HubSpot, of course, you need an hours. You need a lot of work, but the ROI is yes. in a different place. So that's that's kind of a good thing. So, uh, question about your book, A Closing Culture. Get it on Amazon Kindle by now. So, 
by the way, you were the best-selling author, so so you have <laughs> you have sent plenty <laughs> of ebooks. <laughs> so the question: Your marketing and sales process is broken, and how to fix it? There's a Brian Halligan quote, CEO of HubSpot, saying companies have to transform the way they sell to match the way humans actually buy today. The classic sales playbook needed this major overhaul. Brian Halligan, CEO, uh, or co- uh, CEO of HubSpot. Um, so tell me about this book and tell me about sales. I'm a big sales guy. And I love sales. So, so what's, what's you got with the sales and, and, and sales and agency sales? So, so the good, bad and the ugly. Yes. So this is actually going to start pretty ugly. So <laughs> that's right. where yeah. we're going to jump right in. <laughs> Hands in the sand, man. <laughs> yes, exactly. So basically, basically what happened is uh, this all goes back to we had this this very large global uh, SaaS company. They they had clients like um, uh, Caterpillar and uh, um uh, LG and I mean just very big companies they worked with and so long story short um, they were competing head-to-head with Oracle they were competing with um, other huge companies that had massive massive budgets and the keywords if you were to pay for the keywords oh my gosh it was like it was upwards of close to a hundred dollars a click and for some Ooh. keywords some keywords were like you know seventy dollars a click, so very 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 expensive market to compete in, and we were winning. I mean, ridiculously winning. Um, in fact, the one of our content, uh, one of our heads of, of of content strategy, she recently was doing some research in the same industry, and she actually landed on some of her own posts that she had strategized for this client three years ago. And that was just two weeks ago that that happened. So, I mean, that's how good of a job we did on the inbound marketing side. We did such a good job that it doubled leads year over year. So MQLs, marketing qualified leads that came in for this client doubled in just one year. And they were already doing, they had already been with HubSpot for two years. They had already done a lot of investment in content marketing. So it wasn't like it was going from zero to something. This was going from like something to something even greater. Here's the skinny. After a whole year, they fired us. And we were blown away. We were like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. There's no way. I mean, how in the world? Do we get fired after doing a year's worth of outstanding work, cleaning up so much stuff? And the net net was they said, well, we didn't sell anything. We didn't close any new business. We closed like such, we closed like two, three accounts this whole year. And we had been constantly telling them like, are you calling these leads? Are you following up with these leads? You're, you're paying so much money and these leads are so valuable. They're all over your site. But they operated, the, the owners of this company operated with this misunderstanding that content sells. And they thought that if we just inbound them enough, these people will eventually buy this very complex product, this very, very complex SaaS product that takes multiple teams to implement and, and, and is extremely expensive. And that's just not the way it is. It just does not work that way. And so from then on, that's when we we had a light bulb moment where or, or rather, maybe it's like more like a red flashing light moment <laughs> with, with sirens going off that we said, never again will we do this much work and, and have this great of a success, but not actually have it benefit a business. And so we really need to teach people how to actually sell. And so that's where we started. Um, that's kind of where the book 
was launched and, and everything was writing out how do we actually teach companies to sell because this is a major problem that we're seeing with extremely large companies that are doing 400 million in annual revenue and extremely small companies that are doing you know two million in annual revenue um two million dollars in annual revenue so that's kind of how we got into it to answer your question that's an interesting story. Very, very interesting. Do you know we have the same thing here in Finland at the moment? Moment, uh, companies are investing in in uh, marketing automation tool, HubSpot, sales enablement, blah blah blah, CRM, and everything is jolly good. And then they are starting to produce content, and uh, nobody's doing anything except the content. And, and that's what what we did four years ago. We thought that you know. Everybody will, you know, scream and come and, you know, say, what would I buy from you because of that great content you have? And not, <laughs> not didn't happen. <laughs> not didn't so happen. And, uh, and you still need to sell. And uh, I, I, th I found that really, really hard part for our clients is that you have to actually, like in the book's cover, like the Halligan say, said, you need to match your sales process and all the activities to that you know how how actually people are buying uh yes. otherwise you don't get deal you can get the attention you can get the conversion but you don't make any deals no not at all if you, with, if you go with the legacy you know mentality and try to for example in a b2b book a meeting and or or, or something like that you know try to call and and got to move them to a sales process on sales guys agenda and and yes. really hard part is to 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 move uh, to that mindset to the customers to the way that the customers are actually buying. So I think that that's a common international kind of thing. So is there any you know superstar good stories you could share of of you know yes. customers making super good progress by you helping them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So so we actually we 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 started. It, it took us so so last year we wrote the book so it's been a year since uh, the book has been published and from then as soon as the book was published it was it was okay let's let's go ahead and figure out how can we just like we did with inbound marketing how do we build a service around helping companies sell because at the end of the day we can't sell for them you know some of their some of their products and some of the things that that they sell are so so uh, you just have to have such an expertise you know, they're so specific and they're so detailed and technical and whatever else that you need to understand the industry to really be able to sell it. But at the same time, there's some general best practices that we can apply and no matter what, they will do extremely well. So one of the main ones I talk about, and it's it's actually detailed in the book as well, is the five-minute follow-up. You know, mm -hmm. companies companies who follow up within five minutes are a thousand times 1000x not percent but 1000 times more likely to sell someone than the same company that follows up 48 hours later or i think it's like even 36 hours later it's, it's a really short period the average company follows up with their leads 42 hours after a lead comes in so, you know, what we kind of realized very quickly, even for ourselves, and, and we actually have a, a case study on HubSpot's website about how our own agency 6 x our revenue in one year. And a lot of it went back to just an immediate follow-up. 
and calling calling leads right away. So let's talk about some client case studies though really quickly. So one, we, we started with five accounts. We said, let's go ahead and try this, this beta services, these beta services around sales enablement. And we're gonna charge $5,000 USD and we're only gonna bring on five accounts. And we had about 12, 12 clients at the time. And so we just offered this to the best five we thought that would be very a very good fit. None of these, none of these, uh, only one of them, I should say, had a had a, like an inside sales team that was dedicated to inbound leads. You could argue maybe two of them had an inside sales team. Well, two of the two of the companies though, who who didn't even have really an inside sales team at the time, they they launched and they hired a brand new person. Each of them did this in totally different industries. One is in the alcohol retail space with grocery stores and retailers, and the uh, they have a software company. They, they're a software company that does um, some payment solutions with them. And then the other was a uh, note-taking document platform in the construction industry. So completely different industries, completely different. And within the first month. The brand new sales guys in both of these companies, one um, one was a, I should say, salespeople because one was a saleswoman in one company and the other was a, was a guy in the other company. They outperformed the entire sales team in the first month of being brand new at this company. They, they sold more revenue than the entire sales team did together in that first month. And so, that's because they were so, so, so fast. Well, they it just they just they just followed the process. The biggest oh, thing was yeah. you had, yeah, you had all these guys running around doing quote unquote sales, but not following up with inbound leads, and they were just going after their own territories and doing what they've been doing for years and years and years, and they weren't selling the way people were buying. And so, just by helping set up a process, even though these new sales guys didn't really know anything because they were brand new to the company, you know, they just knew how to follow what we told them to do. <laughs> when they followed that to a T, they closed a lot of business. I mean, we're talking like one of them closed over $200,000 within her first month with, uh, she even signed some huge accounts that if I mentioned, everyone would know the names. And it's all because she just followed the process. So on a scale of one to 10, uh, when you were, uh, you know, consulting and giving away the process to the customer, how hard you find from the management side and the culture side and, and all the people was the implementation? Did they, did they got it or did they not? It's mm, a great question. So I, I would honestly say a seven or eight difficulty. Oh, yeah. Um, so the reason for that is because, I mean, we're both salespeople. We're very stubborn. <laughs> if someone yeah. comes in and tells us, hey, do this, we're going to be like, ah, you need to show me a lot of data that's going to get me to change. And even, you know, for some people, even if you show data, they still won't change. So really, the, the, the key to success, in my opinion, with offering sales enablement for a new client, especially if it's a brand new client and you don't have years of trust with them or, or anything like that, is start with a quote unquote pilot. So start with one or two brand new salespeople. The reason they should be brand new is because you don't need to train old habits. Anything you tell them to do, they will only do that because they won't know any other way to do it. And so that's, I would say, the best thing to do is, is to really start out with one or two 
um, or, or a small team, like an inside sales team, and then only let them work inbound leads. If you have a good volume of inbound leads, if you don't, there's other things that, you know, we could, we could have hours of conversation just on that. Mm -hmm. But I would say have them only work the inbound leads if you have enough volume of inbound leads and then have them just go through the sales process and practice, practice, practice with your team. That's that's very good. Actually, what we did now is that we hired hired our first SDR. Uh, only thing, oh, nice. only thing is to work with inbound leads. No cold calling. Absolutely no, no, no. And uh, you you mentioned that the five minutes timeline. We have sixty seconds. I'm I'm aiming. Oh we are gosh. failing it. Yeah, we are failing it miserably at the moment. We'll probably get it into 10 or 15 minutes or something like that. But my goal is by the end of summer is to go all the qualified leads, the MQLs, will get a call if they visit or if they convert. And and, and, and the strategy is this. Thank you. Thank you for visiting. Why did you do it? Those are the two, two, two sentences where we open. And now we hired a new guy. He's super good. And the first two weeks, he was like, uh, what are you talking about? He was looking at me like I was a lunatic crazy from a, from a, from a prison <laughs> or somewhere else. I said, yes, try to aim to that. And try, please try and tell me what's your learnings? What, what did you get out of that? Today, he posted on LinkedIn that... Uh, he can't uh, imagine this kind of a sales job where everybody that you call have this kind of a wow moment. Like, wow, you were fast. And, and, and they, they, you know, all the <laughs> talks, you know, they want to you know, continue talking, talking, talking. And we don't have to, you know, sell anything, basically. But there's a false trap, like <laughs> inbound leads and, 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 and uh, there's a trap. Uh, because if we are just continue doing that, of course, we have to follow the process, like you said. said. So I think that that's, that's something, uh, because otherwise there's going to be a nice talks, great conversation and no deals. So that's, that's, that's something. But, but I think that, you know, we are aiming to the 60 seconds. So that's, that's kind of a, our learning. That's outstanding. That. I can't yeah. wait to hear more. You, you need to definitely please publish. I know you will, but please publish what you, what you're learning. Cause it's so much fun to hear about the success stories that, that people go through as, as they start to do this. I mean, it really yeah, we is will outstanding. Publish everything. We will publish everything out. We have the dashboards ready in the HubSpot, uh, reporting add-on everything is ready nice. we are we are measuring nice. like uh, like the timeline and then we are measuring how many calls how many meetings how many how many all this we have we have got so so i totally get that you you are talking uh you're a wise man you're a wise man <laughs> so so but, but uh yeah it's it's nice that you know we are totally on the opposite side of the world totally opposite side of the world yes completely of, of yeah Earth. what time is it now for there for, for uh, you right now it's, it's seven it's seven it's almost 7 30 p.m so so uh but we still have a couple of minutes so what's your time zone at yes. the moment what's your did oh, you woke so, up so it's, like 
nine. Yeah, so it's nine thirty a.m. right now. So we're we're jamming. <laughs> okay, so so you're you're going for lunch soon. So so yeah. that's 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 very Hopefully. good. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one one question. Let's go. Let's go to the big announcement today. The HubSpot yes. Pandadoc integration. We have been HubSpot customers for three years. And uh, once we saw that there is this tool called Pandadoc, we didn't know whatever, went to the integrations uh, on, on, on HubSpot platform and saw, saw that. And uh, we completely fell in love with, with the tool and saw that, okay, this is a great tool. So you can integrate your documents, your, your, uh, your deals, uh, and everything comes straight from HubSpot CRM to Pandadoc, and you can send the customers to quotes, you know, sign it. They, they do this e-signing, electronic signings, get the, get that back. So so we completely uh, love that. So so what's what's new with that? What's going to happen in the future with, with that Pandadoc and, and, and HubSpot? Sure, uh, absolutely. Friendship, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very exciting question. So that, that's most of so my morning, even though I got in last night, uh, relatively late um, from a, a flight from Dublin. Uh, my morning started relatively early. Thankfully, the, the, the time zone change helped assist me fairly well because I'm still a little jet lagged. But they, um, so I started at 6 a.m. And at 6 a.m. this morning, uh, it was announced that that uh, we, Panadoc had closed our Series B. So we had raised $15 million in our Series B. And the investors were, HubSpot and Microsoft. And so, you know, that relationship, the fact that HubSpot is investing in Panadoc is, is says a lot, you know, it says kind of where yep. the market is headed and, and how aligned those, those two teams are. The reason I was in, the reason I, you know, stayed a whole week and flew out of Dublin a week after I arrived in Dublin was because we were building into that relationship, building into the HubSpot um, campus on, at Dub, in Dublin and really just working with their teams to figure out more ways that we can strengthen the relationship. So a lot of listeners I'm sure right now are wondering, okay, this sounds awesome, but what the heck is PandaDoc? <laughs> and what is this? You know, what is it what does it do? Why why should I even care? Yeah, for so, the, those who know don't know, what the heck is PandaDoc? Please explain. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. So PandaDoc helps the salesperson sell at the end of the day. They help them close deals. And how it does this is by helping create contracts in, I mean, within two minutes, you can have a contract created that is the exact way it should be with the prospect's name, with the, with the prospect's information, with everything the way it should be. So even when you are on the phone, you can send someone a proposal, a contract, an SOW, whatever, which is a scope of work. and they can view it with you on a screen share and even sign the agreement before you get off the phone. So it's been an outstanding way to speed up that process. For us, we actually became at Huify, we actually became customers of Panadoc, then we became partners, and then, you know, fast forward, um, you know, long story short, the a couple of the founders became employees. <laughs> you know, so we've we've been very invested in the Panadoc relationship for a while, and the reason is because, you know, it took us it would take us two hours, two hours to create a contract, and 
you know, in the sales process, when you know it's time to send a contract, you want to be able to send it immediately. You know, you know, everyone's bought in, you know, they're interested, they're ready to go forward. And so you want to be able to send that contract immediately, get the signature right away. And when it takes two hours and it took us three, it took, it took two hours and three people had to be involved to sign off on a contract. And so that kept delaying things. And with, with a team of seven people, you need to be very, very effective at what you're doing. You need to be very, very diligent to make sure there's no bottlenecks. And so this, that solution basically helped us alleviate bottlenecks while also closing a lot more business. And so it's been, it's been a lot of fun, but um, that's kind of a high level overview. But basically, Panadoc helps right from the HubSpot CRM. It helps you create a contract, create the actual document, pull any information you feel like would be more relevant and specific and customized to that prospect, send it, get all the analytics on what they're looking at and what they're viewing so you can sell to that in the, in the relationship and then close the deal. And even now, big news, and get paid instantly um, through ACH and uh, through Stripe integration. Oh, that's huge. I, that's, so that's, that's that's super huge because because uh, the, you're actually saving a lot of time, you know, and you're actually uh, accelerating the uh, cash flow. Absolutely. If, if, so so I, I, to me, it's like I've been looking for that Stripe thing with Pandadoc now, and I'm still wondering that, well, the market is not probably ready, but I don't care. We probably try it and give that as an, you know, option. You can pay it yes. now. Probably get it, you know, five percent cheaper, or you know, or then we just, you know, do normal normal uh, invoicing process with with the customer or something like that. But I think that definitely, if if we think about one, two, three, five years, because this is only a beginning, everything is only a beginning Absolutely. in the in the in the in the IT world. So uh, I think we will see uh, loads of these kind of things happening that the customers will start to pay. And it's essentially if you are working in the B2C industry. So B2C, you have your credit card, you just buy it, you know, that's fantastic. B2B, bigger deals, uh, probably not in the near future coming. But I think that, you know, smaller deals are coming, you know, I can see definitely that you know web courses or or small trainings or or workshops or even a retainers could be you know paired with that. So we we'll try. We would love to try that. <laughs> I would say we yeah. would love to tr- yeah. try that. By the way, do you have a partner program? By the way, Panadoc. We do. Yes, great question. So Panadoc has an outstanding partner program. Um, it's in its infancy, and so what that means is just like. Just like any infant, you know, there's a lot of crawling and, and sometimes yeah. there's a little stumbling around. But the beauty of it is it's just like the early days of the HubSpot partner program where a lot of things didn't exist. And so any partner who stepped up and said, I'm going to claim this, I'll make this resource or I want to be the one known in, you know, Helsinki, Finland or, or you know, I, I want to be the known one to do this. Wait, it's... Helsinki, Finland, correct? I'm, I feel like yeah, I just yeah, messed yeah. up my geography. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to be, to start claiming because no one, it's kind of like undiscovered territories. <laughs> you know, you can, you can just like kind it. of walk up and plant your flag and say, this is mine. And, and, and nobody argues with you <laughs> because there's no one to argue with you about. But, um, 
so yeah, so I would say that the partner program is great. Really, again, it's actually to, to the point of the partner program, when we started with, with Huify, we just showed, we just told them our story. We said, we, we, at the beginning, we said, we don't offer any services about this. We don't do anything. It's just a new tool. If you, if you want to check it out, I'd be happy to connect you with someone inside the hubs, uh, inside the Panadoc uh, company. But here's why we're using it. And we sold 10 accounts in the first month. 10. That's very it was good. outstanding. So anyway, I know a lot of, for, for all of those HubSpot partners out there, um, or just agencies in general, uh, it's, it's a solution that a lot of people are trying to solve, and they're always happy to, to learn. I can see the immediate benefits out of, out of that for for a lot of companies. You can see what, what the, the biggest biggest features for me biggest biggest things uh, for me is that you send a contract, it's ready, so you don't have to type a lot a lot of things, and you just send it. You see when the customer is opening it, uh, you see when they sign it. You also know if they are not doing that, because then yes. you can do some workflow or put them on a on a sequence or, or do something else. So it saves tons of time. So I, I yes. think that that's, that's biggest, biggest future. I would never go back to your manual processes, uh, no way. Or, 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 you know, you know, write, write, not even, even writing the, the contracts by hand, because the problem is that where do you put them? Yeah. Where do you put them? Where do you put you know? them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 uh, how do you see what is the history of contracts with this customer? All that thing. So, could you send me a Pandadoc so I can sign the partner for Finland? So I w- we will have we would we would love to you know you know do something about that because yes, we can see that that's a huge. <laughs> so we have, we at Diamond we have a we have a lot of upswap customers we where we can you know start to you know. Uh, talk about that or do a webinar or something like that would be fantastic but you know it's a podcast still we are, we are not on a private line so uh we'll continue from there anyway uh, <laughs> can you tell me from from qfi.com the agency that you are coming is that uh one of the you know tell me what is the biggest learnings as a HubSpot partner in in your yeah. times with with the partner community what is your biggest biggest learning that you have got the biggest and most valuable one is the HubSpot directory. <laughs> yeah, so that has been an undervalued resource for the last three years that now is getting attention. And yeah. I learned this from a from a, a another HubSpot partner mentor who said, you know, we, we asked them basically the same question when we were starting out with HubSpot and they said, get to the top of the directory. That is the best thing you can do. And since then, I mean, we've, we've gotten clients like Fujitsu and other huge companies that have come through that directory because they want to hire, you know, the teams that are ranked the highest. And so right now, Huify has been the number two highest rated HubSpot firm for the last two years running. Um, so in the, in the whole world. And the reason is because of, of that directory. And so, you know, that at the end of the day, I, I would say, even if it's not the HubSpot directory itself, even if it's other directories, if they're getting legitimate traffic and you, you have people that are interested in buying, it's, it's the same thing that goes back to, you know, selling the way people buy. You know, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're looking for the top rated help because they want to make sure they're hiring the best people because they want to get it right the first time, Yep. 
they, they know where to find you. Also, they're willing to pay a lot of money. You know, back to even the Panadoc examples, you know, we actually have, because of to increase our own cash flow and make it way more effective, an average retainer with, with UFI is 13,000 um, USD per month. And we'll set them up on a credit card poll, and that's just what dings their credit card every month. Hmm. So I mean, significantly large contracts, and, and that's, that's the average. You know, we've, we obviously have contracts that are bigger than that, 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 that you know, make the average what it is. And so, you know, those, the only way you can charge those kind of rates is if you're top, is if you're highly rated, because then people will say, well, I don't want to work with that company that's charging this much for, it seems like the exact same amount of work. I want to charge, I want to pay them this much to that company because they're the best. That's a very good point. So, it's, it's, it's like, you know, going to a LinkedIn with no friends. If you're, if you're <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, do you know how to that. use this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, that's, that's yeah, the, the, the magic 500 plus number. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. but, yeah, but I, I totally agree with you because we are the top of the list. We are, we, we are diamond, you know, most reviewed, you know, partner of the year. Everything is super good. Huge, that's the trick. That's the trick, but there's a lot of work to get those. There's a lot of work so to get work. those, so 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 it not doesn't. <laughs> yeah, not overnight. And by the way, I've you know, I've noticed that that you don't get there by buying wine bottles to your customers and saying that could you write the review because they won't do it. They no, won't they do will it not. because they don't put their own name, their own personality, and say that this company is great if it's not. So. Get your act together. Get your shit together on, on that you know, service level. So that's that's I think that the the biggest trick. So I think we're you know running out of time. You probably have a lunch yes. to catch, or or and uh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> and, and, uh, so 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 uh, thanks very much, Josh Hark is from Huify.com uh, and uh, from PandaDoc. Uh, the best-selling author of a closing culture. Go to get it on, on, on Kindle. It was such a pleasure to have a chat with you. Ditto. And if, if, if you or anyone else, you know, anyone listening, if, if you want to talk more, um, you can just like we started this conversation on Twitter. You're more than welcome to reach me on Twitter, just at Josh Harkis. And um, I actually, believe it or not, use Snapchat a lot. So if you're on Snapchat, um, I've actually gotten two enterprise leads through Snapchat, believe it or not. And so uh, I use Snapchat a fair amount for business and for personal. And um, you can just type in bitly, so B-I-T dot L-Y, and Snap Josh, capital S, capital J, Snap Josh, and that'll that'll go right to my Snapchat. That's a cool. We'll we'll put all the links to the show notes so everybody just can get them from there. So uh... perfect. Thanks very much. Awesome. That was fun.